Thank you for listening to The Ringlet, the podcast that explores humans' primary tool for survival, education. I'm Dawan Afara, and in this episode, we're going to talk about the real fortune teller. Uh, no, 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 not that kind of fortune telling. You see, our brain likes to play tricks on us. It allows us to see the things we want to see. Accordingly, we formulate biased conclusions. Here's what I mean. A father and a son are on their way to a football game. Their car begins to stall on the railroad tracks. The father attempts to restart the car, but the train approaching was faster than him. So it hit them. The father dies and the boy is rushed to the nearest hospital. There, the surgeon looks and says, I can't operate on this child. He is my son. When asked who the surgeon is, rarely do individuals get the answer correct. Why is that? Because our brain is wired to think that the surgeon is a man. Our brain is on default assumption mode, especially when we're trying to interpret an ambiguous situation. Hence, some struggle to reach the conclusion that the surgeon is the boy's mother. This is how our brain fools us into seeing and proving points of views that we have already established. It often leads to bias and discrimination. In some situations, heuristics or shortcuts that our mind takes when making split-second decisions are helpful. They save time. However, they may also blind us and make it difficult for us to come up with different solutions or ideas. Now, this was just a simple example of the things that run by us without stopping amid all of it and asking ourselves questions like, who told you that? Is there proof? Is it written in stone? What happens when parents get feedback on their children's performance in school? Let's see. A parent enrolls her kid in school. Halfway through the school year, she gets an email from the school's principal saying that her daughter's grades are fine, but she constantly derails the flow of the lesson and interrupts the session. She even finds it hard to control her impulses at times, distracting some of her classmates. Naturally, this worries parents because it must mean that their daughter is out of control and that she is going to struggle a lot as an adult. Many of you probably believe that if your child achieves academic success in the classroom, then she is definitely going to be successful in her career as an adult. And therefore, happiness is guaranteed, right? Well, in an interesting twist to all of this, a compelling body of work suggests that academic performance is not associated with success and higher earnings. Following children from kindergarten and for over 20 years, researchers suggested that a child's social skills entering kindergarten are a better predictor of success than academics. Are you surprised? Well, more to that, Researchers discovered that socially competent children in kindergarten were more likely to have a college degree and a job by the age of 25. 
In contrast, children that displayed limited social skills had an increased chance of negative outcomes, such as getting arrested, drinking problems, and struggling to support themselves financially. In other words, the real fortune teller is a child's social competency. For the study portrayed the importance of developing a child's social and emotional skills, not just academics. Kristen Schubert, program director at the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, claims emotional skills can determine whether a child goes to college or prison and whether they end up employed or addicted. There's more. Another research conducted in the UK found that students with introverted behaviors who displayed depressive or withdrawn symptoms were more likely to make less money later in life than extroverts. Furthermore, some extroverted children, even those who displayed some aggressive behavior, were more likely to make more money later in life. What about the teacher's role, you ask? We, as educators, have a great deal of influence on a child's behavior and accordingly affect her or his future. We don't only teach, but we also model preferred behavior and engage the student in the process. In the previously mentioned study conducted in the UK, researchers observed two options in addressing students for interrupting a lesson. You can either directly discipline and punish students or harness their curiosity and engage them by asking them to come in during office hours to converse or to continue discussing a topic or an issue. Now, the second approach was directly correlated with students' higher earnings in the future. We can agree that money does not guarantee happiness. Yet, having a decent amount of money would highly affect a person's quality of life and leisure. So, the questions I'd like to pose are the following. Have schools in the Middle East been focusing more on academic performance while ignoring behavior patterns? Do parents care more about academics than they do about students' behavior? And how can schools and educational institutions generally incorporate and promote adequate social and emotional skills within their curricula and eventually into their student body? The Ringlet an eye-opening discussion about learning and the human brain. Explore your potential. Learn more about Ringlet by visiting ringletlearning.com and feel free to connect with us for questions or requests. Download Podio and stay tuned for more episodes. You can also find us on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. <laughs>